Hey, welcome again. It's the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Teresa Croft, helping you to find your voice, share your voice, and market your voice, all with the foundation of this being your identity in Christ, all about your identity. So I hesitate even to say what this podcast is about because I don't want to be misunderstood, but there's someone who's going to connect with me. I'm going to talk about three keys to embrace the suck. I'm not even going to change that word to yuck. So you, we're going into another month of the virus, the violence, and maybe a truckload of unmet expectations or just everything going on. You may feel, feel weary. You may feel tired. You may feel like, okay, what am I going through? I have so mixed of emotions. And when I say embrace the suck, I want you to know I have, I'm not, I don't want to seem insensitive, but let me just real quick tell you what that term is from. Because the last thing I want to do is be insensitive during these serious times. I understand that some of you are just trying to figure out, or you're going through a great loss, you're going through challenges, you're going from setbacks to setbacks, and some of you may even be experiencing despair. But let me this, I asked the Holy Spirit about this, and he said, yeah, go ahead. Don't even filter it. What do I mean by embrace the suck? I thought it was fitting for today. And so let me see if I can unpack this word and end it with a word from the vine dresser. All right? So first things first, embrace the suck is a military term. It's not merely a wisecrack. See, the last thing I want to do during these times is to feel like you think I'm a wisecrack. But this is like a raw epigram based on an encyclopedic experience. Face it, soldier. I've been there. This ain't easy. Now let's deal with it. Or the, the, the military slang is to consciously accept or appreciate something that is extremely unpleasant but unavoidable for forward progress. So you and I are soldiers in a war. The armed forces, they had no other choice. If you were out in the Iraq desert or in the mountains of Afghanistan, the only way they're going to get through this challenging experience is by embracing rather than denying or ignoring them. So when I'm in the process of processing and, and, and helping you with your identity and encouraging word. The last thing that I want any of us to be doing is ignoring what we're feeling. I mean, God gave us feelings. God gave us uh, emotions. So how do we embrace the suck of ex- challenging experiences? And I believe if, I'm t- if you're this far along, you have a powerful voice. You're a soldier. You're a warrior in a battle that often is not seen with the eyes. But then again, I got to sit down and watch the news and you realize, whoa, there's a lot going on here. That's what's truth and what's not. So what I'm processing again is I remember the time when I asked the Holy Spirit on this, embrace the suck. And this is what he said. I said, what's, what's that mean? And the Holy Spirit says, that means to surrender everything to me. These are those times when you learn to praise and trust me right where you are, set your mind on the truth of my word, then speak out the truths of what I say. Holy Spirit saying that, surrendering to me. So to embrace anything that seems to hurt you, something that does not go your way, a feeling or insecurity, or even a stall in your destiny amidst all this, 
I believe God is giving you an extraordinary, I say that, extraordinary spirit, a gift of walking in the power of your divine nature in your mind so you can control how you react. Yeah, we're talking about identity, that divine nature that God's given you that you can tap into. Speaking of tapping into, embrace the suck. I've been wrecked by Hebrews 11, verse 11 in the Passion Translation, where Sarah's faith embraced something else in the midst of her yucky time. She was barren. But if you look at uh, I, uh, Hebrews 11, 11 in the Passion Translation, Sarah's faith, this is what I'm going to talk about. Sarah's faith embraced the miracle power to conceive, even though she was barren and was past the age of childbearing. For the authority of her faith rested in the one who made the promise, and she tapped into his faithfulness. So when you're thinking of embracing the suck, I want you to put your name in there. Teresa's faith embraced the miracle power to conceive, even though she was going through COVID-19, going through the trauma, the drama. She was going through issues around her health, her family. But even though of that, she didn't embrace the suck. She embraced the miracle power to conceive. She embraced the miracle power to go forward for the authority of her faith rested in the one who made the promise and she tapped into his faithfulness. Hebrews 11 verse 11, put your name in there. Joe, your faith embrace the miracle power to conceive, even though, even though you got you, whatever your issues are, you can go ahead and list them. We're, we're not denying what we're facing. We're not ignoring it. And then having fertile foil soil for fear. Am I talking to you? So we're going to not ignore them, but we're going to embrace the miracle power of his miracle power. So I thought about um, asking God, I said, God, okay, this is so good. I understand what you're saying. At the risk of being misunderstood about the saying embrace the suck, I, I, I leaned in to hear some keys to truth, life-giving words instead of simply saying, suck it up, friend. I, I, I'm not saying that, okay? You hear me? So the three keys, obviously we start with the word of God. And I was reminded, and like I said, I was blown away by Hebrews 11, 11 early on. So the word of God, okay, that is helping us to embrace him amidst a really yucky time. Once again, I want, to, I want you to see this. I want you to hear what the Holy Spirit says. Surrender everything to me. This is those times when you learn to praise and trust me where you are. Set your mind on the truth of my word, then speak out the truth of what I'm saying. This is the Holy Spirit talking to you. Embrace the suck in the power and the knowledge and by the Holy Spirit, the word of God. Check this out. This is 1 Peter 1 verses 2 through 4. Write that down and maybe go back to it. Listen to this. This is step one of the word of God helping us to embrace what we're facing right now. Listen to this, grace and peace. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. For by these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises, so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world 
right now. First Peter 1 verses 2 through 4. And then I think a second part kind of weaves into part three is embrace the sounds of heaven. It's in your worship. Now, I realize it could be physical worship. You're sitting there and you're listening to music and, whoa, it's just nothing like true worship deep in your soul. But I'm also talking about how what you do and how you operate in your day in and day out amidst all this time, you can offer that up as worship. So you're can say, I'm embracing the suck, but I'm embracing the miracle power of Jesus. I'm going to worship and everything I have to do and don't have to do, I'm going to offer it up as worship. And then the third thing is crucial. I mean, this is just wraps it up. You got the word of God, you got the sounds of heaven, and then you have declarations. Yeah, the words that are coming out of your mouth in prayer that, that coupled with the prophetic come forth and they shift atmospheres. I like it. We were, uh, Dave and I met his daughter um, for lunch downtown Atlanta. And as we were leaving the city, I was just like, okay, God, how can I shift the atmosphere? And I was just praying over the city of Atlanta. And I took a picture and it was like, whoa, look at that. I mean, it was just like God saying, yeah, to keep talking about this, even if just one person is listening to your podcast, one person is reading this article, God's saying, keep speaking this. You know, I read something by Christy Johnston, Nate and Christy Johnston. I've really been just appreciating their words. And she talked about this authority in prayer with the potency of prophecy. And I think this is the heartbeat of what a declaration is. She uh, wrote, I I read this article just yesterday, what happens when a son or a daughter partners their authority in prayer with the potency of prophecy? Remember, authority. What did uh, Sarah do? She embraced the miracle power of God and the authority in her faith. So Christy goes on to say, She says, I see it this way. Prayer prayer covers and surrounds situations. Prayer petitions to the Father and converses with Him in intimate relationship. Prayer is a conversation between a son or a daughter and their father. Prayer answers, asks for prayers. Prophecy is the intention of the Lord upon a matter. We're going to go deeper in this in our Redeem Your Voice camp. We've been talking about redeeming our voice for a whole year. And uh, it's just interesting, the timing of that, helping people unlock what they feel is holding them back from their destiny, no matter what they're facing, being able to embrace the suck, being able to be like Sarah, who even though she was uh, past childbearing, even though she was going through a yucky period, she embraced a miracle power to conceive. And then the authority of her faith She knew it rested in the one who made the promise, and she tapped into his faithfulness. From last week, in Wenatchee, visiting my mom and her husband having problems with his ears. I shared about it in a Facebook Live, and my mom actually called me while I was doing the Facebook Live and bears witness even more of this powerful work of God, of declarations. And you shift their atmosphere. I mean, we were at East Wenatchee, and it was just one person. And the dramatic result of that. Oh, I guess I have a phone call. Speaking of one person. Hold on, Mom. Hold on. You're on live. Okay, you call me 
Hey, Mom, Mom, I was telling them about the miracle working power of shifting atmospheres in Jean's ear. Oh, that's so good. He is so grateful. He is so excited, Teresa. Oh, it's awesome, Mom. See, Mom, you're on live, so this is just a bear witnessing (laughs) to how Jean is excited. And all Dave did was pray and prophesy over him, and Jean went to the doctor and... And it's a and life. he received it, and it came, you know, it was true. So thank you, thank you. He's really praising God. For, oh, that's awesome, Mom. You know, he, you know, he just can't believe it. He can be across the room, and then he hears me. He says, do you realize that I just heard you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a declaration. I'm going to tie that declaration to the Word of God so it becomes a prayer. It becomes a declaration. It comes out of my mouth as a declaration. So it's prayer coupled with prophecy. So I'm going to speak what the Word of God says. So that becomes a prophetic movement. When it's all said and done, friend, you're given the power of choice. The choice is not to let the situation or stress of these times rule your life. The choice for you to cry out in prayer with a prophetic declaration. You have a choice to cry out to him for help. To hold, to, the choice to praise him in the storm. Even the choice to ask a few close friends to help you by speaking life over you. You have a choice to take a step in faith and believe he will always help you through the circumstance. The choice to sing, allowing his joy to be your strength. These choices have the power to change you, transform your mind, and help you walk in your true identity as a spirit-led kingdom shaker for heaven, shifting atmospheres wherever you go. I call my members, we're raising up a true grit uh, company. Grit meaning generals releasing identity truths. God sees you as wonderful, powerful, able to persevere. He calls you his much-loved son, his much-loved daughter. He says you have a powerful voice. I love Corrie Ten Boone. She used to say, when the train goes through a tunnel and the world gets dark, do you jump out? Of course not. You sit still and trust the engineer to get you through. When your train goes through a tunnel and you know you can embrace the suck, because it's even though it's dark, You're not going to jump out because you sit still, you trust the engineer, you trust your father, you trust the word to get through. How about this? You know, such a, mm, I don't know, serious word like this. I think we need to hear from the vine dresser. I wrote this a few years ago, and I feel like it's a word for, for you today. So as we end this, keys to embrace the suck. The keys to embrace the miracle power of God. Doesn't that sound better? So let's start out with the declaration. The declaration is this. The internal pressures will not take me out. Go ahead, say that. The eternal pressures will not take me out. I am growing through the test to carry well my destiny. Listen to the vine dresser. You can draw from me purpose in the midst of the internal pressure Under the surface of your travail lies a spring that my spirit has deposited in you. My child, contend with your difficult circumstances by going often to this pool of refreshment. When the world invades your garden with the weeds of worry or foxes of fear, lift up your heart to me. 
I will get down on my knees and help you pull the weeds. I will go to the well and pour the water out freely to keep the soil fresh. My word is the fertilizer that helps you grow. And then the vine dresser says to you, I am your son. I am your shield. My promises will sustain you. I'll give you endurance from strength to strength as you travel through this valley of despair. I infuse you with grace and glory. No good thing will I withhold as you walk uprightly. A day in my vineyard is better than thousands in the cesspool of the system of success based by the world. Blessed are you as you dwell in my vineyard. The garden of your heart is my concern. Now take this time to silently soak. I will sustain you through this intense gardening of your own soul. I feel like God ends it, he that loved the vineyard, but I feel like now he says, I will help you embrace the suck as you embrace God's miracle power and you are tapping into the promises of him for the authority of your faith is resting in the one who made the promise. You can do it. You can get through this time. So we're going more deeper in this. If you're interested in the Redeem Your Voice camp, you can go to redeemyourvoice.com because when it's all said and done, you have a powerful voice that one of the biggest battles we see is, is all these issues trying to rob you of your voice. You, my friend, have a powerful voice. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. I always appreciate if you uh, rate this, subscribe or download it, uh, share it on Instagram. We really appreciate as you rally with us to speak the truth in the midst of these days to truly raise up, find your voice, share your voice and market your voice that you can find your voice and then you can share your voice in the lane that God's called you. All right, I'll talk to you in the next podcast. And let's remember, no strive, simply abide.